Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. You'll never have the sacred stone. <laughs> oh, this you crazy mother. The Savachi syndrome, I'm telling you, I'm like, well, holy shit, that was crazy. Wait for it. Thick and slick. <laughs> I'm just looking forward to the motos. I've never been a uh, qualifying guy. 
um, you know, ready to hammer down into motos and get her done. So we're looking cool. forward to it. And uh, how's the track shaping up? Do you think it's going to be one line? Do you think it's going to be some multiple lines? What are you thinking? Um, you know, I think it's going to be pretty good, honestly. I think there should be a lot of lines, a lot of passing options. Um, it seems like this year they haven't been doing the track sweat as deep. So, um, you know, in a way it makes it a little harder, but in another way it makes it a lot more lines, a lot easier to pass. So, um, you know, there's pros and cons to both of it. But, um, you know, I think it, it should be pretty good, shape up good. Looks like it'll get a little harder towards the end of the day. Cool. Awesome, thanks man. It was good man, I mean, felt pretty good. I think I ended up 29th in qualifying overall, which isn't exactly my best. Um, but hey, I mean, it gets me in. Honestly, I'm a racer, so, you know, when the gate drops, you know, use the expression, gate drops, the bullshit stops. That's when it counts, and uh, that's when I lay it down, that's when it matters, and that's when I do my best work, so. Yep. What do you think of the track? How's it developing? Um, interesting. And yeah, like, honestly, ever since I, like, I've been here probably twice before, yeah. and it's super deep every time. Um, so, it's not quite as deep. Um, it's actually a lot more shallow, but there's like, where there's not lines, it's really slippery. It's, um, it's like a, I don't really know how to, it's almost like a, like a wet putty type of deal. But where there's like sawdust and stuff like that, like it's super nice. Um, track's forming up good. Um, I personally really like this track, so I think it'll be a good day for us. Did you hear, uh, did you hear Dylan on the podium there? No. He, uh, he basically told these, all these track crews to quit with fucking wood chips in the track because it sucks. I mean, he literally stopped his interview and was like, I just want to take a second while I got TV time to tell these track crews to quit with fucking wood chips in the, in the track. And I was like, oh my god, that's awesome. Yeah, well, I mean, listen, it's all funny games when you get one of them, like, you know, punishing yeah. Because I've had, I had probably two rounds. I know one of them was high point, where, um, where it's like, you know, from the roots, from the, from the woods, from like some of the woods that's like starting to, to like cut in me a little. So you gotta be a little, you gotta be a little careful with that kind of stuff. Get a little ball tapping. <laughs> so. But honestly, man, I mean, like I said, like, you know, for me, qualifying's uh, not my strongest thing. Yeah. So the fact that, you know, we are able to just be in there and have a decent spot and not have to worry about yeah. doing anything for an LCQ, you know, I don't belong there. I'm top 20 guy consistently. Now I'm getting to close to the top 15. Like, I should not be worrying about going into that kind of thing. But, yeah. Uh, Still good overall. Uh, made a couple of suspension adjustments. Probably gonna make some more. Um, honestly, just with how the track has changed and how it's continuing to change so much, um, it really makes it it makes it hard because it's not like it's consistent dirt all the way around. Yeah. It's very different in like four or five different ways as far as like the the dirt makeup. So it makes you stay on your toes and you kind of have to find a happy medium you know, for, unplugged the wrong one. Yeah, you unplugged the fan. Uh, but you know, you kind of have to find a happy medium. There's no really like perfect setup right now. Um, just because you have everything from like kind of muddy, almost sawdust to, to uh, everything from that to like super hard and like rocky base to um, I mean, hell, where they put the, the new section right at the uh, finish line, where they like <laughs> look like they just like ripped into the dirt, and it's nice. It's a nice. It's nice like dirt. It's just getting really rough really fast. So, but it'll make for good racing. And uh, listen, man, I'm, I'm really I'm raring for that top 15, man. I've gotten too close too many times now. Well, got a couple more dudes didn't show up this week. You know, we're getting a little thinner, so. Should be good. Listen, man. All you got, listen. Regardless, people are like, oh, whatever. Like guys are 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 they're they're out. You know that's why you're up in the top 15. Well, at the end of the day, I mean, in the second round, I was doing. You're, you're I, top 20. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying front. to diss you. I'm no, sorry. Don't, I'm don't take that the wrong I'm top 20 guy, but yes. like at the end of the day, like they're still out. Like it doesn't matter. Yeah, All the black and you white. I'm here. here. You're here. I'm here. You know. More of a tradition. Yeah. They didn't. Exactly. Listen, bro. I mean. Gonna start, man. We're gonna get this beautiful machine up there. <laughs>
What is up everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Moto Aftermath Show. We are in episode 179. Little different episode here as you can see. We are actually driving. We are on our way home from the Ironman National. We were down there hanging out uh, in the pits, checking in, checking in with everyone that we knew, uh, meeting some new people. So it was cool. It was a good time. Um, that race, it's definitely... The track is really cool looking, uh, the spectating is pretty decent I would say, like it's obviously Redbud holds a special place in our hearts because it is our local track and we're there all the time and we kind of know where to stand and where not to stand and all this stuff like that, right? Uh, but down there we definitely, um, we found our way around, it wasn't too terrible and there was definitely places that you could view and view a, a good majority of the track we'll say. So. Um, well, the last time I was there was 2015, and things have changed a little bit, so yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's not the same. It's not the same anymore. I would say, it's it's definitely not Redbud where you can see basically like half the track, depending upon where you stand, but it's not too bad. It's not like you're only seeing one section, so. Um, but anyway, uh, so headed home, and we're going to get started with this show here, because we're just not going to get together for a show tomorrow like we normally would, so this show will be yeah. a little bit shorter. As you can tell, uh, we are basically filming this on a GoPro that's hooked to the dash at this point, so <laughs> bear with us. Sorry if this isn't quite the quality you're looking for, but this is this is what we got, it is what it is, and it's what we're doing, so deal with it. If you don't like it, we'll see you next week for a normal show. Yeah, this is going to be a lot of uh, remembering spitballing because we don't actually have live results. Uh, we don't know where everybody finished for the day because today, like Travis said, was very, very hectic. We're doing a lot of running around, a lot of talking to a lot of different people all over the pits. So, yeah, we're not going to be on top of our game on this one if we ever are actually on top of our game. No, like we watched the broad, or we haven't watched the broadcast. Um, there are some things that we've seen and we know that we, you probably didn't see on the broadcast. So, yeah, we'll try to fill you guys in on those with, with people that we talked to and things that we did. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it. So before we get started, I want to thank our sponsors. So first off, our presenting sponsors, we want to thank, uh, to start with Premier Custom Trailers. If you need any sort of trailer, commercial, residential, any of that stuff, uh, my new trailer should be here. It's here. It's at the shop. They're working on my air conditioner, a couple other things. Uh, so I should have that hopefully this week. Um, so make sure to look them up, PremierCustomTrailers.com, located in Schoolcraft, Michigan. Um, and TLR Coatings been with us since the beginning as always my personal company that I own uh, for powder coating seracoating uh, vapor blasting we can pretty much do all that for you so make sure to check us out tlrcoatings.com or the easiest way is to go to like Instagram and search us at tlrcoatings uh, because that is where I post all of the stuff for that um, also want to thank Justin's employer BC Pizza for being on board with us gourmet pizzas and junk so if you're in the Plainwell on Seago Allegan Kalamazoo area Michigan. Um, you can check them out. They also have some other locations, so check them out. BC.pizza. Uh, they have some decent food. I've only had breadsticks, dude. Okay? I gotta keep bringing you a pizza. Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, you're dropping the ball on it. Uh, that's what I do. I drop the ball. Um, also want to thank some other sponsors that are with us. So our newest sponsor, Alias Sport. want to thank them. Uh, CBD Pain Balm and their CBD Chill Oil. I'm actually going to use some of that chill oil when I get home tonight so that I can pass the fuck out and sleep. I'm going to need some pain balm for my shoulders because uh, they hurt right now. I gave you some, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I'm going to use it. You gave me all that stuff. Okay. I'm going to need not the regular one. I'm going to need the double pain balm because my shoulders, <laughs> especially the one that I screwed up years ago, is killing me right now. So, anyway, make sure to check them out. Aliensports.com. Also on board with us now, uh, Coach Rob is on board with us with Complete Racing Solutions. So, check them out. I believe it's CompleteRacingSolutions.com. I don't know. I don't yeah. have anything in front of me, yeah. and he hasn't given me a read yet, so I don't really have that. Uh, but they can help you out anything from, from actual training for moto, off-the-bike training stuff, to uh, just if you want to lose some weight or be more physically fit or healthy. Better your life. Better your life. So, um, And then also want to thank... Oh, boy. The Dirt Bike Depot. The Dirt Bike Depot. Get called. Get called. The Dirt Bike Depot and JT Cycle on board with us, helping us out with prizes for the Fantasy Show. Um, if you want to help us uh, help us out monetarily, um, there are all sorts of links in the description to Amazon stuff, uh, Patreon, and the biggest way you can do it is just like, subscribe, or comment uh, down below because that helps us out with the algorithm, and then we can get some more YouTube videos and YouTube can pay us that way. It would be awesome. So 
SoundCloud, Spotify, or Google Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. We appreciate it. Sorry if the audio quality, like I said, isn't quite up to par. We are filming this on a GoPro on our way home. So, yes. Um, all right. I think that was everybody. Yes. Follow us on all the major social media networks. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Check out our fantasy show on Thursdays. Check out our fantasy show on Fridays usually. Uh, we got a couple more of those here before the end of the year. So make sure to check those out. We will be doing shows in the off season just so everyone knows. We have a silly season show that's going to be big. Sorry, it's been a long day. Um, we will be doing shows. We just will not be doing them every single week like uh, we are during the season right here. So um, keep an eye out for those. We've got some. We've got some big ideas in the works for doing some of those. There's going to be some things that are going to be controversial. There's going to be some things that aren't going to be controversial. We're going to have some riders on. We're going to do what we can with what we got, and uh, should be should be pretty good. But like I said, not every week. Maybe like every other week. Every few weeks, it depends. Yeah, the off season is obviously always tough because once again, like Travis said, there's obviously racing isn't going on every weekend. This year would be a little bit different, maybe because there's going to be some off season races. But it's kind of like that transition time, especially in the winter time. You know, it's just it's a weird time in Michigan, so it's not always the easiest to get together all the time. Yep. So and we go through the holiday season and all that crap yeah. too. So. But we'll also have our normal preview show for Supercross and all that's ways down the road. But just letting you guys know that hasn't changed. So. We have all the normal stuff that we do every year before Supergirls. Yep. So, um, before we get started, okay, so we had quite the lineup that we were going to do for post-race interviews. Oh, yeah. Uh, however, today it was uh, with the heat index well into the triple digits, so it was hot, it was humid, uh, people were dropping left and right. So, first person up we were going to talk to was Jace Kessler, uh, Michigan native. He's been killing it uh, in his rookie debut in the 450 class. He is, yep. a, is a true rookie, too. Just went pro. He's a true uh, privateer, too. True privateer, too. Him and his dad in a box van, uh, just traveling the country. Um, but anyway, he uh, first moto, super good, 13th. Second moto, and this is something that you will not see on the broadcast and probably won't know unless you listen to us or, or read his Instagram. Uh, got disqualified the second moto. Um, story went... specific kind of asthma 
and the medication he is supposed to take is not legal in WADA's terms. It is a performance enhancing drug. So even after going through attorneys and Doc Wagner has signed off on him and other doctors have signed off and all. Who else did they say? Is there somebody else they talked to? Somebody else from the uh, Alpine Stars Medical. Yeah. So there was mul there's multiple people that have told uh, USADA. That's it. Yeah, USADA. Yeah, USADA now. shabby I'm not disappointed with it um, I was disappointed honestly I told myself I'm going out there to have fun right because yeah. I don't know I haven't done a, a race and a legit race like this in four months uh, coming off a shoulder injury rehab all that situation I didn't know where I stacked up uh, and I told myself just come out here have fun whatnot go p1 and uh, be qualifying which is sick by like over a second I think or something like that yeah. um, so felt good, had all my drama this morning, got that out of the way, and then just said, whatever it is, it is. And then when you get 21st in a moto, 
you're not the happiest camper because you just suffered to come back to get 21st and get nothing out of it. Yep. And then uh, didn't get a very good start, honestly, in that last one, but just rode way smoother. What happened with the start? Uh, I I slid a little bit because they watered uh, the spots, yep. and they were and my dad didn't have the best shoes on. He had like normal shoes, not boots. Yeah. So he couldn't edge in to get under the slick shit. Yep. Stuff. And uh, so yeah, so just rode better. Ended up 17th, 19th overall. That's a one hell of a way to come back, I'd have to say. I mean, a top 20 in the first ever four, oh, first ever 450 yep. race outdoors. Yep. Uh, yeah. I'm not disappointed, but we got a lot more in the tank. I think California. I, I'm sure a couple of these guys aren't even going to go out there, so I bet yeah. it's going to look good for me. Yep. As long as we stay on two wheels and keep going. Hell yeah. All right. Cool, man. Great weekend. Appreciate you guys. All right. So another great interview there by privateer hero Kevin Brands. Make sure to go check him out. We do sponsor him, so baby golden jet golden jet get my jet shirt get my jet shirt pull the jet shirts out baby no just pull the jet shirts out got got some signed jet lawrence shirts today hell yeah there we are golden jet golden jet man what a day for jet though um one one on the day was he P1 in qualifying too? He was P1 in qualifying the first uh, untimed by three seconds, and then the second one was by a second. Yeah. He, uh, but he killed it all day. There was no stopping him, man. Well, well. Oh boy, here well, we go. No, 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 no. Here no, comes the haterade. We're giving the haterade no, already. You Hold you on. You can't really say that because the first moto was getting very, very spicy. With who? With Jaymar. Oh, yeah. I was about to say. Like, you can't say anything. Okay, I'll give you that. J-Mart was faster than that first moto. There's no denying that. But we, hold on. I'll go 85% J-Mart was faster. Well, 85% because, is still 85%. Because J-Mart put, put, put a charge in, got right up next to him for like a lap and a half, and then Jet did stretch it back out a little bit well, before J-Mart crashed. But did you see why, though, he stretched it out on them? No. Had nothing to do with Jet, Jet pulled away from him. When they were already in the lappers in the woods, yeah. and J-Mart was... Railing the outside, and Jet was kind of staying the inside and pivoting out of the corner. And right as Jamar came out of the corner, a lapper was literally right in front of him. Oh, so wow. that's where he lost toe. And then a lap later, and we didn't get to see it where we were. Yeah. Jamar went cartwheeling, and we've been told that it was another wrist, wrist same wrist probably. Yeah. Um, so no, like who knows? Maybe Justin would have won the moto. I'm just going off of what I was looking at. Jet out front, where Jamar was how many seconds a lap he was gaining on him, because he was getting like 1.5 seconds a lap on him consistently. Uh, who knows? We don't, we don't know, because obviously we didn't get to see the end of it. It's just, it was one of those things that it just sucks because it was going to be a really good battle, and then J-Mart, I don't get what he did, and yeah, Jet just kind of slowly pulled away. 1-1 one, one, though on the day, man. Yeah, it was good. Had no like, break. what, 10-point 10, 10 lead, something close to that at this point, so. Um, yeah, I think so. So, great day, and now we're going into Paula, where he has rode before and is good, and then Hangtown, where he has rode before, just not for a pro race. Yeah. So, this, uh, man, he could win it. He, he could. could win it. He really could. He really could. It, I mean, it, Justin it, Cooper, look, Jay Coop has got some issues going on right now, and he melted today. He did. He, and... he melted. He melted to fourth in the first moto, and was still, like, that first moto, if it was a little longer...
and he comes out, he wins that first moto, brings it back within like seven, and then things get His thing is, he just needs to win now. Yep. Like, he just needs to win. Yep. Like, before going in, and we talked about this after the Buds race, like, it was one of those things, like, if Jay Cookie's winning the first moto, but then has bad second motos, and Jet does good, it was, about a, it was about a point, a race. Now, Jay Cookie just has one objective, and he just needs to go out and win. Yep. Like, I know that that's not easy, but, like, him going to the races now, he just went. That's his only goal. Yep. Like, if you don't win, it's over with. Yep. So... Rough day for Star Racing because Jay Coop loses the points lead. J Mar goes out with an injury, and the rookie sensation Levi Kitchen is having a great second moto. Gets 11th in the first moto, running great in the second moto. Getting ready to pass RJ. Getting ready to pass RJ for fourth. Um, not sure what happened. Whether it was a vent hose in the wrong spot, gas cap came off. Don't really know. Um, apparently, according to his Instagram post, got gas on his balls and in his eyes. <laughs> Not good, folks. Not a good combination. Not a great combination. Race gas for, is very, very potent. For anyone who doesn't have balls, it really hurts when you get gas on them. <laughs> just, just that fine. Or for anyone who hasn't done that, really hurts. Also hurts if it goes in your butt crack. Personal experience on that one, too. So, anyway. Uh, yeah, so rough day for Kitchen there. Rough day for Star Racing. Jared Fry, I think, is bad. I, I mean, he had a good... I don't know what Jared Fry got in the second for the first moto. He was doing it in the second moto, but once again, it's one of those things that, like, the both motos were very chaotic. There was a lot going on. Yes. And it was just hard to keep track. So, Jared Fry, I know, had a good second moto. I don't know what he placed. But all in all, yes, it was a very, very rough day for Star Racing. Yep. Now, let's talk about the triumphant return for the Gas Gas team. Michael Mosman holding down the flag there. And I thought it was a great day for him. Third place the first moto. Yep. And reeling in Joe at the end of that first moto. Yeah, uh, we kind of talked about this on Friday night when we were doing our fantasy picks and Mosby at a zero, and we kind of would go, well, it's his first race back. It's going to be a 1,000 degrees out. Probably not the best race to come back to. Yeah, we're dumb. We were wrong. And even the second moto came from outside the top 20 and inside the top 10. Yeah, no. Uh, Mosman, it really sucks how his year has gone because he has been very impressive. When things have been going right for him, I would say. I mean, he's been one of those guys you kind of look and go, yeah, I could have seen him been in the top five of the points had he not had his issues this year. Yep. Because he's been fast. Kind of like RJ. Like, really fast at times, and then just, you don't know what he's doing. Speaking of RJ Hampshire. Yeah, he'd be one Lone guy bad. holding down for the Husky team in both 250s and 450s. The only Husky rider here, uh, and uh, completely zapped himself that second one. Oh, God. He Oops. was literally dying on the mule as yeah. they were driving him back to the truck. It was bad. Yeah, he rolled up on the mule and he had a wet towel over his face and he was leaning over and his mechanic pretty much had to keep falling off the mule. Yeah. He was holding him up. So hopefully he's okay, recovers, comes back strong yeah. next week. But yeah, it was bad. That That's just one of the ways that you know it's hot. When a Florida guy who trains in Florida is having issues. Yeah, so. it's, it was bad and RJ just continues to bewilder the hell out of me how he can do what he did the first moto and then just be like an animal the second moto. Yep. Like, I just, I don't... Well, first moto was start. He went down on the start. Yeah, but like, even when he started working his way through the pack, he stalled out 15 minutes in. And oh, it's really? like, what is, I don't know what he was doing. Yeah. So, I don't know. Rough day. Hopefully he's okay. Gets, gets yeah. all recovered for next week. Um, moving on to uh, Pro Circuit. So, Austin Fortner was basically invisible to me most of the day. Well, the first moto was really good. Yeah, but there wasn't... I mean, where did he finish the first moto? Do you remember? Uh, he passed time basketball literally right before the finish for fifth. Okay, so so fifth is good. Fifth, don't get me wrong. Fifth is good, but there was nothing overly impressive about it. There was nothing that really caught my eye. Like, the first moto is completely invisible to me. The second moto, I was watching him a little bit. Yeah. Because um, he was... Who was right behind him? Yes. On the second moto? Yes. Uh, so, yeah. So, the second moto was slightly better. He was at least kind of doing something that was impressing me, I guess, or something yeah. that caught my eye. Uh, but just kind of a so-so day, I would say, for Forkner. But also on his team, Joe Schmoda, 2-2, and battling. Bro. Joe was killing it. Joe had a very good day. Like I said, he he capitalized on the misfortune that was J-Mart in the first moto by getting second when J-Mart went down. But... 
Joe led the second motor for a little bit, and then even after Jack got around him, Joe kept him honest for a good 10 minutes. Yep. And then obviously Jack started rolling away and, you know, shit like that, but Joe, for not knowing after what he did the second motor, you know, he smacked his forearm or smacked his hand or whatever he did, and then to go to Bud's Creek and have a up and down day, yeah. Um, Joe's just kind of being that really consistent guy. You kind of sometimes forget that, like, this is only his... Well, it's really only his first full year. Yeah. Because he didn't do Supercross his rookie year. Yep. So, Joe's just... Yeah, he's having a great year, man. Very impressive. Yep. Anybody else 250-wise we want to talk about here? Ty Masterpool. Ty Masterpool did have a killer day. Ty Masterpool. Yeah. Top 10 both motos. Killing it. Killing it on that AEO gas gas. Um... Get that kid another factory ride, man. Because yeah. I tell you what, you get you put him on a factory ride, I don't care what it is, and he's going to be top five, no problem. Oh, um, well, that's something I want to talk about. Speaking of factory rides, oh, Max Bolin. I was about to say, I knew that's where you're going. Blows up another bike. Grenades a bike, the second motor, so, like what, five minutes to go? So there we are now, We've at least, and this is just what I know of, three bikes that, he's, that have been grenaded. Yep.
But man, he rode, he rode good today. Where did he end up that second one? Second? Doug? Yeah. 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 So Doug second, second, he kind of just, he put in a little bit of a charge, I felt like, mid to late, low yeah. second moto of 450s, and then just kind of went, yeah, I'm not catching Tomac. Tomac was on on that second moto. Well, yeah, that also feel like he's like, oh, I don't really need to beat him anyway, so that's better. Yeah. Um, Kenny was, uh, went three, four? Yeah, because Chase was chasing Yeah, that. three, four. Sexton did get third in the second moto, uh, but Kenny, three, four. I thought it was a good day for Kenny. For all of us who thought he wasn't going to go more than two rounds in the outdoors, he melt when it got hot. I mean, this is two hot rounds in a row. Yes. And he was in the top five. It's in normal year, that would be fine. But when you have a year like Dylan's having, it's not. No. Doesn't make it happen. So, not a bad day for Kenny, I would say. Not great, but not bad. Oh. <laughs> oh it's terrible. It's <laughs> terrible. Oh, let's see here. Let's move on to Cooper Webb. He got a factory ignition. Apparently. <laughs> they gave him his factory parts back. They gave his factory parts back. Shout out Johnny Hopper coming on the show next week. Anyway, uh, yeah, that is second moto. He hole shots. Leads for, actually, hole shots, gets passed. Then passes Dylan then back. Then passes Dylan back. Yep. And leads for, I don't know, it was like 10, 12 minutes maybe. Yeah, it was a while. Like it was a while. He was leading for before Tomac finally got him. And he was still charging at the end. We oh, were, yeah. We were standing, uh... Uh, on the straightaway with the finish line, um, right where this next jump was that you went over after the finish line, the wall that the guys kind of pushed into before they went by the mechanics area, and he was still pushing as hard into that wall as Eli was. Everyone else was just kind of like rolling over it basically, including like Ken and stuff, uh, but Coop was still all the way through the moto pushing into that thing, so I don't know what they've done to that bike, uh, but it's better apparently. Yeah. Uh, he's riding better, so... Yeah, I mean, you know, we kind of were like, what well, Cooper Webb's going to show up, the same guy that has the same intensity for Supercross. We kind of know, we'll not get into that, but like the difference between Supercross and outdoors, what it means to certain guys, team, whatever. And let's be honest with you, the year has not been great for Cooper. He's had like brilliant times for like 15 minutes. And then, like I've said before, I just think that mentally he is not comfortable going that fast for that long on a 450. And uh, it shows. Well, no better way to end the year, though. I understand it's the end of the year. Some guys are out, but still, man, like a confidence thing. And then we're going into his house as far as Supercross. So it's like, if he can end the year, be top three every moto, maybe get a moto win, maybe get an overall just by being consistent, like, that's a good way to end the season for him. It really is, considering up to this point, he really has not been in the conversation of Sexton, Barsha, AP, Eli, Kenny, Frenchie, like that's not, he hasn't been in that conversation. So. Nope. So for him to get up there, stick his nose in, good on him. Yep. Um, who else? Cody Shock. Cody Shock. Privateer hero. Privateer hero, man. And the word on the street going around the pits is, is that no matter what team he's on next year, he is going to be getting, I guess, Brayton-esque help. He's going to be getting Honda factory parts. Yep. We just don't know what team. But he's going to be getting hot of that. That's the word yep. on the screen. 100%. So, he deserves it. Yep, that'll be cool to uh, to see that. Um, he's he's doing really well, so it'll be interesting to watch him going forward here and see see how things work out. Um, oh, Joey Sabachi, that first photo. See, I didn't notice him that much. So he, was running, he was running fifth for... He did 20. a whole shot, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, he, he was, was running fifth for a good 20 minutes the first photo. Dropped off a little bit after the 20-minute mark. I don't really know what happened. I don't think he made any mistakes. I think just, once again, it was hot. Um, I think he ended up seventh for the first moto. And okay. then top, I don't know what he ended up in the second moto. He was running top ten. Uh, great weekend for him, once again. Like, just keep showing why he should be re-signed with whoever. He just deserves a ride for next year. Yep, pretty um, much. I love heartthrob. That second moto, hard drive, ran at hard track. I didn't notice him either. He was so. he was like eighth the second moto. But I, because I, I was watching Kev and then watching the front, and that was pretty much it. Yeah. So there wasn't, in my opinion, that second moto, there wasn't like a ton of battles. Yeah. That like kept it. That the the track to me didn't lend super well to racing today. Oh, we can even yeah. So we can even get into that. Yeah. So it wasn't great. There wasn't a ton of passing. So. Um, I was watching very specific things, and that was pretty much it. Uh, shoot, what else was the 450s? Um, 
mean, privateers right now. Yeah, privateers are loving it because there's so many dudes not there that it's uh, it's making it better for them to kind of get up and get some of these results, which is great. Helps build their confidence up, and uh, yeah, makes the band makes things better for them. At least they can make some money. Yeah. Privateers, I mean, you had Chiz, you had Rod Bell, you had, you know, Privateer of Kevin Moran, Scott Meshing, Grant Marlin, Tyler Stepek, um, you know, Rod Bell, uh, Jeremy Hand, Grant Marlin. I mean, it was just Privateer Central from like 10th to 20th. So, yeah, it's, um, Privateers, like, they're, you know, I understand there's a lot of factory guys out right now, and that's the name of the game, like, more of attrition, but. Yeah, if any time, it's time for the privateers to start making their name, and they're they're doing it. Yep, sure are. So, um, anything else for 450s that you can think of? No. Um, I say I haven't had any podcast relating to it because obviously we're just on the drive home. I haven't looked at results. We haven't watched the broadcast, so I'm lacking in stuff here at this point. Um, they did have the uh, the amateur the first amateur combine this weekend or the east amateur oh, did combine they, I, mean, I didn't know i didn't, didn't know, know. I, heard I, heard they, yeah, I, didn't, I didn't know that times. i didn't know that uh so that was kind of interesting to watch uh chance hymas was definitely a class of the field there by the way chance hymas anybody it's not chase hymas yeah rob Bidus. rob Bidus. chance not maybe, chase maybe learn his name there bud jeez pretty simple it's chance anyway uh, so great pickup for Team Honda there, uh, even though he's still riding the Cowie right now uh, yeah. to finish out his contract. Uh, but great pickup, gave us super fast, got a shit start second motor yesterday, and came from last place up to second. So good on him. Ryder D looked okay yesterday. Uh, wasn't overly, overly impressed with him, but uh, still looked all right. Uh, and then you had such a drop off. I mean, you had Daxton Bennett. He looked. Gavin Towers. Gavin Towers was okay. Uh, Logan Bass was Patrick, right. Yeah, there was Patrick Murphy, Kimball Jet, Jaden Clough. I mean, there was a, there, you know, there was a decent amount of amateur guys. Yeah. I mean, I feel like when they go to the Paul round, you're going to see more names that you would recognize as an amateur. I mean, Chance Hyman is outside of Preston Kilroy, by Kitchen, and Chase Kessler was the top finishing A rider at Loretta. So, like, people know him, people know Ryder D, Benick, Gavin Towers. But like when you go to the West Coast, you know you're gonna you're gonna you see a lot more names that are bigger, like Luke Collapsian. You know you're gonna see Brad West. You're gonna see you're gonna see a lot of dudes. So um, yeah, I mean I don't know. I think it's a great idea. Twenty five plus two, not the normal twenty plus one. You know, obviously not thirty plus two as you get a national, but I mean. Look, if we're going to do it, we need to not be half pregnant, okay? We don't need to throw it together last second, well, put a press release out two days before, and then do the shit we're doing. We need to do an EMX series. We need to go back to two-day nationals, practice on Friday or Saturday, and then the race on Saturday or Sunday. And on Friday, in between practices, we need to have the fucking dudes, the, the amateurs out there. Or even um, have them out there. Let's... Let's go back. Let's even make it a one-day thing, just like we're still doing. Yeah. There needs to be a 25-minute moto plus two laps for the amateurs in between the first sets of motos and the second sets of motos. Well, that's what needs to happen. It gives the guys more time between motos, which is helpful because, let's face it, we were in the pits today. It's fucking chaos between motos. Well, that's the thing, too, that bothers me is they made a big deal about this. They did it Friday. Don't get me wrong. It's a great idea. But, like Travis said, stop. Don't throw it, like, a weekend. A weekend week to go like it's fucking stupid nobody knows about it you know whatever it doesn't give people time to like register for it but not only that but like you know they try to make like an actual like stick and ball combine you know they had trainers there you know they had nutritionists you know they were hanging out with teams but that's the thing though is guys like chance time is Ryder knee gavin towers Daxton medic like they've been doing they've been hanging out with teams they have their own nutritionists they have their own you know they have all that stuff yeah they already know what that is the thing that they didn't if they're not going to talk about is okay we did the 25 plus two well that's the only thing that's different but yeah. it's still not 30 plus two and then the problem too is is that there's not as many dudes out there, there was only 17 there the huge disparity in talent from the first five to the five through 17 so the track's not a not going to get as rough because there's not as many dudes out there b they don't prep it the same way they didn't prep the track on friday the way they would do for national so it's like okay you the only difference is you put them in front of more people and you up the time of the moto to a little bit more than an amateur national. Aside from that, 
nothing yesterday was like an actual fashion. So it's like, cool, like, awesome. Like, we just, we upped the time of the moto more. Yeah. And it's still not the length of an actual pro national. So it didn't really matter. Like, I've been harping on this shit for a long time. Like, but it see, makes no sense. I'm okay with the time, with the length, too. But you need to do it at every round. Well, and like I said, but, and I, I'm, yeah, I'm not, I don't have a problem with either 25 plus 2, it is what it is. But like I said, though, that track yesterday, it's not the same as it would be for a pro national. So yeah. really, the guys aren't learning anything as far as, like, how to approach the race prep, how to attack the track, knowing when to settle in, knowing when to push, knowing what to do when you get into lappers and start using your brain more because oh this line's blown out and in the next lap okay it's formed up like the time thing that's small like the other shit is what matters and you just you didn't get it yesterday like that's not how it's going to be in a national so that was my issue with it yep so anyway anything else uh yeah i mean well down buddy um